0: With all the information you find online or on the news, how do you know what news you can even trust anymore? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. In just a moment, we're going to address that topic on today's edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Today, Jim Calhoun comes to the microphone, and he's got a two-part program that I think you need to hear. He's going to talk about Who do you trust to listen to anymore? It it was obvious if you watched anything or listened, I should say, to what happened in the Supreme Court, you had three justices that were giving absolute, bogus, phony, false, fake, and inaccurate information. Oh, we've got 100,000 children in the hospital and they're on ventilators. None of which was true. None of which was true. Now, how do they come up with this information? Where are they getting their news? MSNBC, maybe, (laughs) CNBC, Uh, CNN, who knows? Our mainstream media is bankrupt, and they're putting out lies and disinformation that would make Goebbels back during Nazi Germany proud of what they're doing as the state-run media. They're doing the Biden administration's bidding. They're doing his lying for him. And he seldom held account. So many things were said last week in front of the Supreme Court by three of the justices that were absolutely over the top misinformation by a factor of 30 and 40 in some cases or worse, making claims that are not even true. I really don't care. If all nine justices are vaccinated and boosted, that's their personal decision and they're gonna have to live with it. I made my decision a long time ago that I'm not going to be part of this worldwide experiment. We started noticing a year ago on this program, something didn't smell right about these so-called vaccines. And the more that we dug in before we ran out and said, oh boy, we can get corona over. We started doing some research. Now there's some bogus claims on, shall we say, the, those that are against the vaccine side. I, I mean, there's a lot of that too. And, and I, I spend half my day trying to sort out that misinformation to make sure I don't repeat it to you. From my point of view, let's look at the obvious they're experimental. Nobody should be forced to take something that is experimental. These are emergency use authorized only. And how the and how anybody can think that a company can mandate that you take an experiment that may kill you, that may disable you, may give you permanent damage. That's wrong. That's wrong. That should be your decision to weigh the benefit and the risk. And as the months go by, it appears that the risk grows greater to those that take the vaccine. It appears that they never were what they claim to be 95% efficacy rate. You'll be bulletproof from COVID. So why are the double vaccinated and triple vaccinated and boosted and whatever, why are they the ones coming down with Omicron and coming down and even Greater numbers. This is what's really puzzling to many. Why are they coming down in greater numbers than even the unvaccinated? They don't like to talk about that. And I'm going to explain on tomorrow's program where some of these bogus numbers come from that get repeated, and they get repeated loud and long enough until they become the truth. Or at least the mainstream media truth. Now for today's program, Jim Calhoun is going to be talking to you about who can you believe and how to deal with those that, that feel alone because they're surrounded by people that simply they don't want to know the truth. They just listen to the news and you are so concerned. Jim, take it away. Thanks,
1: Bob. And as usual, it's great to be back on Truth to Ponder. And I'd like to thank Bob Bierman for allowing me this opportunity to speak to his great audience. Boy, we've had quite a year so far, haven't we? Just about a week in and all sorts of craziness. Seems like this year might just get a little more crazy, so we've all got to keep our eyes open, and we all have to be willing to accept new things and think outside the box. Well, today I've got really a two-part show. The first part of the program, I want to be visiting about the lies that we've been told And the people who are telling these lies and really how we should react to that and what we need to be doing. In the second half of the show, I want to talk about coming together. I think the remnant is being pulled together from all over the world. And I think it's time we recognize that. And so the second half of the show is going to be all about reaching out to other people who are part of the remnant and gaining strength that way. But the first half of the show, like I said, is going to be talking about people that we can trust and media in general that we can trust and also those that we cannot trust. So we have to use discernment. And so before you go believing what you hear on the radio, on the internet, on the television, make sure that you use discernment. Make sure that you're clear headed. Don't do anything in the spirit of fear. But I think it's time to really analyze what you're hearing and who you're hearing it from. I'm going to start with the medical tyrants, the ones that keep telling you that you're going to die from this COVID-19 when it has a 99.7 survival rate. Think about that. That survival rate is actually better than some of the really bad flu seasons that we've had in the past. And so a real bad flu is sometimes more deadly than COVID-19. Of course, they're saying it's not COVID-19 anymore. Now it's Omicron or Delta or what other name they're going to come up with so they could market it. But we're all victims of being lied to. We have people that are paid to lie to you, and they're very good at it. But getting back to the medical tyrants, Dr. Fauci Who I think is a mass murderer. I think he's absolutely evil. And I hope that history remembers him for the man that he truly is. And I hope that in his lifetime, he gets to see how history is going to treat him. Countless people are dead and injured because of this man's gain of function research, which really is gain of effectiveness. He helped fund and help develop this whole COVID-19. He owns patents on some of the viruses. He owns part of the patents, if not all the patents, on some of the vaccines. This man is in it up to his eyeballs. And the last thing he wants is for the real truth to come out. So Dr. Fauci gets in front of the television cameras and gets behind the microphone, and he lies. He looks straight at you through the camera and lies. This is an evil little man. He's absolutely, in my opinion, the scum of the earth. Because the harm he's done to not only my family, but to your family. Not only to my friends, but to your friends. In every region of the world, Dr. Fauci and his research has harmed people. It's time to quit listening to this liar. He really doesn't have your best interest at heart. And right along with Dr. Fauci is Bill Gates. This man is as bad or even more evil than Dr. Fauci. I know that I've seen, in his own words, videos of Bill Gates saying that his vaccines will help depopulate the world. And now you have these groups that are embracing the Georgia Guidestones and that has massive depopulation is one of the agendas that's carved into the stone. And also Bill Gates is not a doctor, but yet all over the world, he's hailed as this great man of science. He's hailed as somebody that we should listen to on vaccines. The man has no credentials to be doing what he's doing. As a matter of fact, I think he should be arrested for impersonating a doctor and practicing medicine without a license. I hope that Bill Gates lives long enough to see his legacy for what it really is. This man is evil. We shouldn't listen to him. Then you have the CDC and the WHO and the FDA, and all of these people do nothing but lie. They cook the numbers. They keep everybody edgy, they keep them scared, that's their job. They come out and muddy the waters enough to where nobody really knows what's going on. I don't think anyone truly knows how many people have actually died from COVID-19. The numbers are really fluid because they can change them as they change the definition. I know there's people who've died in motorcycle accidents who've been counted is dying from COVID. Now, how morbid is it that you take a dead person and then put a swab in their nose and say you find COVID with a test that's proven to be over 90% inaccurate and then call this a COVID death when a person was already dead and the test they use was absolutely flawed? So you cannot trust the medical profession You cannot trust, now I'm talking about in general, you cannot trust the medical profession, you cannot trust all these talking heads that come on television and over the radio and on the internet that all they want to do is spread disinformation and then any scientist or doctor that wants to tell the truth is censored and they're blocked and they're kicked off of YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all the others. And so in reality, you need to be listening to the people they are kicking off these programs. You need to seek them out. Because if you're telling the truth right now, they want to censor you. Everything right now is all to keep this lie going and to add to this lie. And so anyone who comes out and actually tells the truth is now very heavily censored. Now, some of these people, you're never going to hear them because they've already been blocked, and you won't have any way to find out who these people are, because they're already gone. They've already been canceled. Now, can you trust your own doctor? Well, that depends. I think it's time that you tested your own doctor. You should ask the doctor where they stand on mandatory injections of this death jab. You should ask your doctor where they stand on patients' rights. We have to be proactive here, folks. We've been reactive for two years, and it really hasn't got us anywhere. Well, it has. It's got us to where we are now. If we would have put our foot down when they said two weeks to flatten the curve, if we would have all said no, worldwide, things would be different right now. But we've had two years since they said two weeks to flatten the curve. And I see in Australia, things are actually getting worse for the people that do not want this death jab. And I keep waiting for the good people of Australia to stand up and rid themselves of their satanic, tyrannical government that has taken over their beautiful country. But I'm not sure if Australia can be saved right now. Now, I love the people of Australia. I've met many people that have visited the United States from Australia. And the impression that I get of the Australian people is that they're just like the Americans. They're pretty headstrong, they're pretty resilient, and they're tough. But the brainwashing and all of the media blitz and all of the things that have happened to try to ruin the psyche of a whole society in the country of Australia has worked. They're using all sorts of psyops to brainwash people to influence them, to take them down the wrong path. And unfortunately, a lot of people are listening. Not only in Australia, but Canada. Canada is getting absolutely awful. And again, I love Canada, and I have many Canadian friends. And my heart breaks for the people of Canada. But just like Australia, if Canada does not stand up to their little man-child dictator, this Trudeau, if they don't get rid of him, then Canada will be lost. And right now, in the United States of America, in my opinion, the United States and NATO are doing their best to intimidate Russia and try to put missiles along Russia's border and try to corral Russia into a really small place. And just like when Kennedy did not want Russian missiles in Cuba that caused the Cuban Missile Crisis. I don't blame President Putin for acting the same way and not wanting to have nuclear weapons put along his border that only gives Russia five minutes or less to respond to a first strike. And so, of course, Russia is asking for all sorts of guarantees that NATO and the United States and all the allies will not put nuclear weapons on the Russian border. And so as I see it right now, we have an illegitimate president and an illegitimate Congress, an illegitimate Senate, and an illegitimate legal system that's not a justice system. From the Supreme Court down, it's corrupt. And these illegitimate people that honestly we did not vote these people into office. If you don't think the election wasn't stolen, then I count you among those who have been brainwashed. The election was absolutely stolen. And not only stolen from President Trump, a lot of the down-ballot races had all sorts of shenanigans going on. So there were thefts all up and down the line. And so we have all these illegitimate people That are trying to get us into World War III, just like Australia needs to throw off their government, and Canada needs to throw off their government. The time has come for the United States to throw off their government. It's absolutely illegitimate, and if we don't do something, they're going to start a war. These people are absolutely insane, but they're following their father Satan. I don't know how we're going to peacefully manage what needs to be done it needs to be peacefully if possible but we can't sit and let the world be torn apart by nuclear war for joe biden and these people in washington that's just absolutely nauseating to me to even think about and so you can't listen to the government because the government is illegitimate and right now the united states is a banana republic were extremely corrupt, and our founding fathers, in their documents, mandates that we throw off such a government, and so if we believe in the founding fathers, if we believe in their documents, we have no choice but to throw out the tyrants and end the tyranny, and you have the media, oh yes, the lying media, these people could not tell the truth to save their soul because the truth is not in them. And the more I do research, the more I know that the genesis of all this evil goes way back in time. I'm talking generations. And I know people would say, well, that doesn't make sense, because how can you keep a so-called conspiracy theory going for generations? How can you have all these people marching in lockstep For just generations, how could you do that? And I say that's very easy to do because the leader of any organization will always set the course of action for that group. And so it doesn't matter who the lieutenants are or the captains or the soldiers. As long as the general, the main general, stays the same and what that general is doing is working, then the method of operation will never change and the goals will never change. And since our enemy is truly Satan, you have to understand that the reason that there's been an unbroken cohesion of evil and misdirection and lies for so many years, for so many generations, is because the author of all of this is Satan. And it started back in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were deceived. It worked. Humans are really no different than Adam and Eve. We all laugh and cry. We all bleed. We all have good days. We all have bad days. Satan knows humanity better than humanity knows itself. And Satan knows which buttons to push and how we'll react when he pushes those buttons. He knows that humans can be greedy and generous humans have a wide range of emotions and actions. Satan knows who is greedy. Satan knows who he can trust. And he also knows who can be bought. And those kind of people have always been on this earth. And Satan knows it. He can seek them out. And to have something never change for generations and stay the same with the exact same method of operation is very simple. When you realize that that it's been Satan all along. And he's always been in charge of this chaotic organization, this demonic organization that Satan has put together. So how a tyrant might act 500 years ago, he'd act the same today. Because if their method of operation is actually the spirit of Antichrist, then the method of operation will stay the same. So don't let anybody tell you that it's impossible for things to be unbroken, and have all this quote-unquote conspiracy theory that this has been set up for years and years. They say, oh, there's just way too many people that would have to be convinced. There's just way too many tracks you'd have to cover. That's not true. Not if Satan is in charge and he knows how to control humanity. With those two things, it's very easy to see for thousands of years Mankind could be controlled by Satan to do the same evil things over and over. And that brings me back to the media, the good old mainstream media. These people are absolute liars. They come into your own home night after night telling you lies, but still you turn them on and let them into your house. I don't know why you would do that because these people are misleading you in a way that could potentially cause you harm. Now let's compare the mainstream media, which I call the dinosaur media, let's compare them to the new media, the media like Truth to Ponder and Bob Beerman, and others like him. Almost everybody that you hear on shortwave has to pay for their airtime, and so they're dipping into their own pocket to bring you their show. And it's not inexpensive to buy airtime. While the mainstream media, on the other hand, some of the better known hosts and news people get paid millions, tens of millions to lie to you. So you have big pharma that right now control the news media and control the narrative. They find someone that seems to get some traction that people kind of trust, and they either groom them for that position or they buy them off. But either way, these people are paid to go up and say what they're told to say. And they make millions. While on the other hand, you have people like myself and Bob Bierman, and we have to pay for our airtime. And there's a misconception that everybody who's on the air is making all sorts of money. Like when I guest host on Truth to Ponder, Bob Bierman is paying for the airtime. When I do my show, the Living Off Grid Power and Information Show, I pay to put that on the air. And so we rely on you, the listener, or else eventually we're going to go broke doing this because we don't make any money doing this. As a matter of fact, if donations are really good, we still don't make any money to put in our own pocket. It all goes back. To purchasing airtime so what i'm trying to say is nobody's getting rich on shortwave everybody is buying their airtime and so if you appreciate the new media if you appreciate people who are willing to put skin in the game and dig in their own pockets and buy the airtime and just trust in god the things will come out if you like those kind of people and listen to those kind of shows please support these shows financially because that's the only way that we're going to keep these shows on the air. And some of these broadcasters are spending their last dime to bring you their shows. And so you have to decide who you're going to listen to. Are you going to listen to people who are paid to just give you propaganda? People who are given a script and told to read it? They're all bought and paid for? Or would you rather listen to people that are telling you the truth, that speak from their heart? You'll find that these people that pay for their airtime don't do so to be deceptive. I'm sure that we can all come up with examples of what makes one show better than another. But know that everyone on shortwave, everyone that pays from their own pocket, they truly believe in what they're saying. And most, if not all, truly want to help. So I would suggest that you turn off the mainstream media. Turn off the lies because the mainstream media is how the tyrants, the medical tyrants, the political tyrants, and all these people from the WHO and FDA and, and all the rest of the alphabet organizations, this is how they spread their lies. It's through a lying media. So we have to have discernment of who we listen to and who we trust. And I know that I trust Bob Behrman and I trust Truth to Ponder. I know that Bob Behrman won't put anything up on his show until he's thoroughly investigated. I try my best to do the same thing. And neither one of us will ever try to mislead any of our listeners, not on purpose. We may not always get it right, but the track record of Truth to Ponder speaks for itself. So I would ask you to support Truth to Ponder and shows like it. If the new media is to get the truth out to the people, we need your help. We need you to join the fight and have our back. But the main thing that shows like this try to accomplish is we just simply want to bring you the truth in a world that has very little of that commodity in the mainstream or in government. And I'll be back soon with part two of this edition of Truth to Ponder. And thank
0: you, Jim. And as we go to our our midway break, I want to just take a moment. This is Bob Bierman. I just want to thank all of you that have taken the time to write, to send an email, to let me know that you listen to this daily broadcast, Truth to Ponder. I know that many listen on radio, primarily on shortwave, and I'm still trying to make sure that we're, we're doing it right. And if you can just let me know, once again, I'm not trying to harvest an email list out of any of this. If you can let me know how you listen, if you listen on radio, if you can send me an email, bob at truth number two com. bob at truth number two com. it'd be a great help. Now We're getting emails from all over, from from California, from from Michigan, from Ohio, uh, from Illinois, from Indiana, from New York State, and even across Canada, and let alone the Southeast. So keep those emails coming. It gives me a good idea of when you listen, what frequencies, it means a lot to me. And also, I wanna remind you again, we're noticing, I guess the way shipping goes these days, It's taking longer than normal for me to get your regular mail by the US mail. We've been noticing some postmarks that go back about a week and a half, uh, 10 days, up to two weeks in some cases. So it's not that we're ignoring you, it's just uh, taking the post office a lot longer than it used to. We had a a letter come from a family member um, up in Maryland, and it was postmarked right after uh, Right after Christmas Eve, and it just arrived this past Saturday, to give you an idea, and that was directly to our our regular home address in Florida. So the mail is running a little bit slow, but that's okay. Uh, just just know that your your support is is very much appreciated. Our mailing address for the program, by the way, is Truth to Ponder, five seven five three Highway eighty five North. That's five seven five three. Highway 85 North, number 3248. It's number 3248 in Crestview, Florida. Crestview, Florida. Zip code is 32536. That zip code again is 32536.
2: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Echad <laughs> and Ashray coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now, get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get blessed with in a moment. Now, the Lord said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Now, purity is linked to oneness. It's a it's being 100% pure. Uh, oneness, singleness of mind and heart. And the word in Hebrew for that is echad. It says, The Lord our God is echad one and you're pure the other word there it says blessed are yeah in greek it's makarios in hebrew it's ashray he's quoting a psalm which and ashray means happy or joyful now let's put it together Happy or joyful are those who are pure in heart, are those who are single-minded, singleness of heart. And the Hebrew also means to be clean and clear and, and bright. When you're a single of heart, we have one motive. You know, pure in your heart, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be happy. You're going to be joyous. You want joy? Well, live a life of oneness, singleness of motive, singleness of action, one in your heart, one in your mind, one in all things, and you will be blessed. Your heart will have joy. You know, if your heart is single to God, your heart will be blessed with Ashrei. Blessed are the pure in heart, the single-minded, the single-hearted for God, for they shall have joy because that's what blessed means. So be blessed, be one. The Power of Being One. And you want more, ask for the power of being one. Now, how often do you get something offered to you? Priceless, wonderful, life-changing, and free. Well, here goes right now. Sapphires. It's as precious as it sounds, guaranteed to help you live a life of joy and victory. And the incredible mystery of the temple doors. You'll love it. And how do you get it? Free. Easy. Just remember, Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So, just dial one eight hundred Yeshua one. You will be blessed. But call now. That's one eight hundred Y E S H U A one. now I invite you to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation, Israel, and all the unreached peoples on five continents with over a billion people. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You can touch the world. It's incredible. You can blanket the earth on shortwave radio. It's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Now you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy at Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. That's Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, Be blessed, my friend, in Messiah or Haolah the lights of the world.
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman.
1: And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder. I'm Jim Calhoun, sitting in for Bob Berman, and I really do appreciate you sticking around for the second half of the show. It seems that as this world gets crazy, we need to find some common ground. We need to try to figure out just what it is that we need to be doing. And I think the first thing we need to do is to understand this, God is in control. That's number one. And number two, God is separating the wheat from the tares and the sheep from the goats. And the Bible speaks of those who have ears to hear, which means that there are some that do not have ears to hear and never will have. So if you have people in your family or people in your life that refuse to hear, you're trying to tell them what's going on in the world, and you try to tell them all your concerns, and they have a blank look on their face, they don't believe you, or they downright dismiss what you're saying, these people are the type that won't see anything at any time because they're the ones that do not have eyes to see or ears to hear. Because it's becoming evident to me as I do research for my shows that there's a whole group of people out there that are part of the remnant that have been separated. They feel like they're all alone. It's like they're stranded on a desert island with lots of enemies all around. It seems like every day I hear another story or see another video of a person who is trying to protect their children or trying to protect themselves, be surrounded by everyone in their social group and told that they're wrong and that the vaccines are safe and you're abusing your child because you're not giving it this death jab. And these people have no one to talk to, no one to turn to at all. Their friends have deserted them and their family has deserted them just because they stand up for one little simple concept and that's freedom. Now, I truly believe those who have got the death jab have had their personalities changed. Some, very slight, Some really not at all, but I think the vast majority, they're very different people than before they got this COVID-19 injection. I started noticing it several months back. I would talk to someone who I'd talked to for years and I'd have the distinct impression that this person was not as happy or not as intelligent or was a little bit more quick to anger or something like that. I'd see just a really small crack in the foundation of their personality. And as time goes by, these traits that I see them changing into, they're kind of morphing that way. I see them changing more every time I talk to them. Now, at first, I thought it was just me. I thought I was just kind of imagining things. But now it's starting to surface that other people are seeing the same thing. Examples of family members who are normally docile and happy are now quick to anger and aggressive. And so these people who are among the unvaxed, the ones that have done their research and knows that if they get vaccinated, it's not truly a vaccine. It's something that could kill them. The people that have that figured out, they're being singled out. And so we have millions of people all over the world who think alike and act alike. And most of them, serve God, most of them accept Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. I said most of them, and I probably should qualify that. I believe in my heart that all of them, because I think they're the remnant. But I can't speak for everybody. Everyone that I've seen reach out, they've all been Christians, and they've all had Jesus in their heart. But people are now starting to reach out in videos on the internet, wanting to speak to someone, anyone, who speaks their language, anyone that would understand being totally shunned by their family and friends, all because they believe in freedom. And I think it's time we give up on our neighbor and our family member who doesn't have ears to hear or eyes to see. We need to give up on these people and we need to seek out these people that I feel are part of the remnant who are now isolated because we have to keep these people strong. Now, if someone comes in the hospital after they have a bad accident and they're bleeding, the first thing they do is stop the bleeding. Then they can start working on the problem. Right now, in a sense, the remnant worldwide is bleeding out. So we have to seek each other out and stop the bleeding. We need to give them support and give them a place to go, someone to talk to. The difference between winning and losing could be as simple as us taking care of our own and not taking them for granted and not letting them suffer all alone. And so I've made it a personal campaign of mine to reach out to each and every one of these people who are putting videos up online and they just want anybody to understand. They send out this giant SOS and I, for one, am answering their call. Right now in Australia, They give you just three reasons that you can leave your house if you're not vaccinated. One reason, to go out and get groceries. Second reason is if you're going to go to the hospital and get the death jab. And the third reason is if you have a family member or close friend who has nobody in the world that can take care of them other than you. They'll allow you out to take care of this person, but it has to be within 30 kilometers of where you live so you have a vast number of australian citizens who are now under house arrest they can't speak to anybody they can't go anywhere they're marooned so the remnant from all around the world needs to reach out to those in australia who are now cut off they're stranded and the same goes for canada the canadian government is totally tyrannical and out of control and they're isolating people in Canada by the millions. And we need to reach out to our Canadian brothers and sisters, the ones that feel all alone and let them know that they're not all alone. Not only do they have the love of God and Jesus Christ in their heart, they have people out here that actually do care. And I know there's people out there listening who know that I'm talking about them. They're sitting in their house listening to Truth to Ponder feeling like they have nowhere to go, no place to turn, no one's going to listen. And I'm going to reach out to those people right now. I've made it a personal mission to be there for people. And so if you're one of these people that feel all alone, like you have no one to talk to, you can get a hold of me through Bob Bierman. Just send an email to Bob at Truth to Ponder. That's Bob at Truth to Ponder. And he'll forward that to me. Then I'll send you a message from my personal email. I feel that God has put it on my heart that the remnant needs to start gathering. We need to start sharing our experiences. And we need to start sharing our wisdom that we have with each other. We need to stand a gap for each other. And I'm willing to do that. So I'm reaching out to all of you out there who feel like you're all alone. Please feel free to get a hold of me. And to those out there that don't feel alone, the ones that still feel like their life is totally fulfilled, you need to reach out, just like I'm doing, and start finding these people who I think are part of the remnant, who are stranded. Because together, we're a very strong force for good. And even apart, we're a strong force for good. But if we can gather forces, we're going to amplify our effectiveness. And I think mentally, everyone's going to be much healthier. We have to always remember that we as humans are indeed herd animals. We have herd instincts. We want to be part of the group. We want to be included. And the enemy knows this. The enemy knows that isolation brings depression, brings despair, brings unhappiness. And so the enemy wishes all of that of all of God's children. The enemy wants God's children destroyed. Well, I, for one, want to stand up for all of God's children. Now, I'm not special in the eyes of God. I'm no more special than you, but I am willing to act. I am willing to put more skin in the game, not just the finances I put in my radio show. I'm willing to offer you my time. And I thank each and every one of the listeners out there that has time to offer needs to offer time to the remnant because as we gather, we're going to gather in strength and in health. And also, I really truly feel that God is separating us so we will gather. And so I'm going to ask all the listeners to truth to ponder. Please seek out people that need you and pray about it. I know that God will lead the right people to you As long as we stay grounded, we'll be fine. God will send the right people into our life, and we will be the right people for other people's lives. You have to be willing to be a servant. So make your heart willing to serve and have a servant's heart. Be willing to listen. Be willing to advise and counsel. Be willing to care. Be willing to love. There's an old song that says, What the world needs now is love, sweet love. And I think that concept is alive and well today. What the world doesn't have enough of is love. So it's time that we reached out in love to our brothers and sisters. And it's time that we gather the remnant and make it strong. Because all of us are nothing but a brick in the wall or the mortar that holds the bricks together. None of us are the wall. And God is the architect and the builder of that wall. So be willing to step out on the sea. Be willing to give of yourself. And together, we're going to make a difference. Because the enemy is well organized, and they're well funded, and they're motivated. While we, on the other hand, love God, and we love freedom, we love our country, but we're not together in that. We're all doing that as individuals. I think God is building his church. I think the church is being built right now for the return of Jesus. Jesus is gonna return for a bride. And I think the remnant is the bride. And I think we need to treat each other who are part of the remnant as part of that bride and not leave any of us behind, outstranded, with everyone around them doing nothing but criticizing them and trying to bring them down. And there's young mothers out there that have young children. They're trying to protect their children. And we can say all we want that we're against abortion and we're all for protecting children. But it's happening right now in front of our very nose. And we have the power to do something about it. And again, all it takes is your time and your willingness to serve. If we have any young mothers out there that we contact, we give them more strength we build their courage and their resolve, then we might just be saving the life of a small child. It's as simple as that. If you decide to reach out, the best way to start is start locally. Start in your own community, your own neighborhood, your own family. If your own family has rejected you, that's okay. Maybe you're not the person that God wants to reach them. So just pray that there are other laborers that come and take care of those family members. And you move on and help someone else's family. You can go to different events and meetings. You can find people that need your help through churches and organizations. And I'm not talking about people who are constantly needy, the ones that always stand by and wait for someone to bail them out. I'm not talking about the people who are lazy. I'm talking about people who truly need you, who are doing their ultimate best, but they're isolated. So pray for discernment because there's lots of people out there who will take advantage of you. So be willing to have a few failures along the way, but let God guide you to who he wants you to help let God guide them to you so you can be proactive and let God know that you're available and let God send the people to you. You don't have to go out and ask everyone how they're doing and try to quote unquote fix the world. That's not what I'm asking you to do. What I'm asking you to do is to be open and listen to God. Let him tell you because God is building his remnant so God will help you because God is the one who's building this remnant, not you. You're just a laborer. So let God be in control. And as these people come to you, you can help them in so many ways. But I think the best way you can help them is through two things, listening to them and understanding them. You shouldn't try to go in and dictate to people what they should do. You should listen and act on what you hear. Let these people control the agenda. They'll tell you how isolated they are and they'll tell you what they need. If it's something that you can't provide, tell them. Be truthful. All of this has to be done in a spirit of love and a spirit of truth. And so I am going to have a word of caution be careful. Don't just jump in head first and help everyone out there. Let God lead them to you or vice versa. Use discernment and prayer. And in every situation, use patience. That's another commodity that's very rare on the earth at this time. And that's patience. Good things come to those who wait. That saying is very true. True that doesn't mean you just sit around and wait for something to happen. You have to be the catalyst to make it happen. But if you have patience, good things are going to happen. So be patient with yourself, be patient with God, and be patient with those that God has put in your life. And if you're one of those that have lost all of their friends, and I have to admit I've lost most of mine, and if you've lost your family, and I'll admit, I've lost most of mine, this COVID worship, these COVIDians, the brainwashing, it's horrible, but it's very effective. So if you're one of those that has lost your family and your friends, I think it's just time to make new friends. As I stated earlier about stopping the bleeding, we have to stop the bleeding and one way we can stop the bleeding for others and for ourselves is to make new friends. Friends who understand us, friends that are sharing the same situations, friends that really know what you're talking about. So it's time for us to open up. Stop the bleeding. We can stop the bleeding not only for others, but for ourselves. I know over the past several weeks, I've gained several friends. I'll probably never be able to meet them. I'll never be able to shake their hand or give them a hug. But yet they're still friends. And I think we can become close friends because I know that God has put those people in my life. God speaks to me in ways where he puts things on my heart and he lets things touch me. And lots of times I can watch things that should touch me that don't. And other times there's something that you would think wouldn't touch me in any way, touches me deeply. That's how God speaks to me. And over the years, I've learned how to have ears to hear and to listen for him. And when I hear him, listen to him. And I think each of us has our own way that God communicates. That's how he communicates with me. So I think you need to have ears to hear and eyes to see just who you can go out and be a blessing to the world is evil right now probably more evil than it's ever been in the history of mankind there's things that i'm seeing in my research that i truly wish i could unsee there's things that i'm hearing i wish i could unhear but i can do neither all i can do is look at it and listen to it and make up my mind am i going to be just indifferent to that and just let it happen? Or am I going to roll up my sleeves and say enough is enough and try to help my fellow man? You know, I'm trying to build a radio career because the pandemic ruined my music career. So I'm trying to build a new career in broadcasting. But honestly, I don't care if my name gets known. I don't care about any fame or notoriety. I don't care at all. I only care about one thing, And that's helping people. It doesn't matter what it costs me. And right now I have months where I have to dig in my own pocket to pay for my radio show. And there's other months that I have donations that help get me through. But I'm not going to be deterred. Nothing's going to stop me from helping my fellow man. Because right now, mankind is in crisis. We can talk about different countries being in crisis or the Constitution being in crisis. But the crisis is worldwide, and it's a total human crisis. All of humanity is at stake. And I truly feel that all of God's creation is at stake. And so I, for one, am not going to sit on the fence. I'm not going to be a bench warmer. I'm going to get in the game. I'm going to put skin in the game, and I'm going to try to make a difference. And I want to encourage each and every one of you to adopt that spirit. Get off the fence, get off your couch, join the fight. Seek people out that need you because I can assure you from all of my research, there are people that actually need you. And if you're one of those that's sitting alone and you're lonely and you feel stranded, well, there's people out there just like you and they need you too and you need them. So it's time that we all step out on the sea reach out be a blessing i think that's the best thing we can do right now god is in control and i know that everything is going to work out according to god's plan and so i'm not scared of what's coming i'm not scared of what's happening at all i have no spirit of fear none whatsoever but my heart still breaks and i truly want to help And if people will just look at the condition that the world is in right now and let it sink in, I think your heart will break as well. I'd like to thank Bob Bierman for allowing me this time. I really do appreciate it. Through this show, Bob is helping me build my radio career. And it's helping me help other people. And I'm going to mention real quick, I do have the book, How to Survive Hard Times. And I'm willing to send this to you as a PDF file, absolutely free. And if you'd like to have a copy of this book, How to Survive Hard Times, send Bob Beerman an email at Bob to Truth to Ponder, and Bob will forward that to me, and I'll get that right out to you. This book is not very long. It's only 22 pages. But it deals with surviving very difficult times. And I'd love for you to have a copy. This hour always goes so fast. And I appreciate everyone for tuning in today. And keep supporting Bob Bierman. Keep supporting Truth to Ponder. Because it shows like this, they're going to make all the difference in the world. And I can't wait to get back in front of this microphone and spend some more time with you. But until then, everyone, Be proactive, reach out, be strong, and most of all, replace fear with faith.
0: And once again, I wanna thank Jim Calhoun for for doing me this huge favor and helping me get at least one program done per week to allow more time on a project that I have right now in Okeechobee, Florida. Well, over the past two weeks, we've gotten a lot of work done and I'm, I'm proud of that work. I'm a lot older now than when I used to do this work for a regular living many years ago. So it's a bit of a challenge physically, but, but I'm enjoying doing it and I, and I know it's for a good cause to get the word out, to get the gospel message out, to get true information out, to get accurate information out to you. That's why I'm doing this project. I'm not getting paid to do this project something that I I firmly believe in because we're living in a very unprecedented time. As I mentioned at the very beginning of the program, we saw the misinformation that three members of the Supreme Court were throwing out last week at a hearing. They were totally misinformed, and if they're the ones making decisions on bogus and phony information, we're in big trouble in this nation. Truth has become subjective and it's become subjective to those that want political power. They'll lie to you any way they can to get that power. There are some phony conservatives out there as well. You know it and I know it, and hopefully we'll expose it. Now, tomorrow I'm gonna be getting into the weeds a little bit, and it's a program, I'll probably be very animated. Let me just put it that way. way. I've got some material that I wanna share with you yeah, you won't know whether to laugh, cry, or or throw something at the radio. But after you hear the program, you're going to be informed and you're gonna know some real truth. We're we're so careful on this program. Listen, I get emails every day from listeners and I appreciate it. And they may have heard something or they may have picked up on something, and they want me to see if I can check it out. I'm I'm glad I can do it. Sometimes I can't find out, and I really don't know. And if I'm not sure about something, I'd rather not share it with you and then misinform you. But I'll keep digging until I get to that truth. If you believe in the program we do here at Truth to Ponder, would you consider helping us pay for the radio airtime? You can make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. And the mailing address is Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North 5753, Highway 85 North, number 3248, number 3248. And we are in Crestview, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code is 32536. That zip code again, 32536. Until tomorrow, may God bless you. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth.com